So it's just a small thing. Like, I went to the grocery store to shop for groceries. I probably didn't need to explain that. But as I was going through, there was a guy at one of those little, those little tables that clearly had samples on it. And he was, like, talking to me. And, like, I pulled my headphones to listen. But he did actually want to show me the samples. It's just like, hey, can I get you a... Can I get a photo of you looking at the samples so I could show it to my boss and, like, make it look <laughs> like people care about this? And I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I even... I picked up and, like, posed myself, like, looking at the product. It was like, yeah, perfect. It's just... It was very clearly letting a guy probably cheat his way out of, like, a day of work or whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, he gets three of those, and he's good. And if he can get three of those in five minutes, he gets to bill for eight hours, and God bless him. Yeah, it's just... It, it really does put into perspective the level of, like... No not one even cares. That's not even criminality, but, like, if there was, like, a thing where, like, a guy was like, hey, I, I, have, a, I have a very clearly fake gun, I'm gonna rob that bank, I'd be like, yeah, sure, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so what we're saying is, screw the system. Screw the goddamn system. If you got an angle, use it. <laughs> this Doing podcasts about, like, tokusatsu stuff seems to radicalize people. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brokazatsu, Two Brothers Exploration of Tokazatsu Shows and Related Media. My name's Sam. And I'm Harry. And I apologize if at at times this seems a little rushed. Um I, I accidentally well, I thought a thing was gonna be cancelled uh at the end of today, uh, because it, it it was like an online role-playing game, but then it turns out the other nerds also didn't have stuff to go to, so I actually I actually need to go do that. So Yes, need- important context. Today is the fourth of July, one of the major American holidays, and no one could give two fucks about it this year. It, it's been it's been a rough couple years to like really feel free about it, America. It, it's also weird, like, you know, the last couple of 4th of Julys, people have had a lot of tension to burn. So, like, the fireworks the past few years have been absurd, whereas this year, they've been pretty goddamn sedate. Um, also, it's entirely possible that we're going into a recession, and that has something to do with that. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, in, in, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tokazatsu! <laughs> Uh, yeah, also, like, I, I was I was gonna say that, like, it's probably not too much of a problem, because, like, the first of the two episodes we're covering is probably gonna be an easy pass-through. I mean, whatever we say that, that's the one that we spent the most time on. No, I, I'm pretty good at predicting it. Okay, let's go into episode 27, then, of, uh, uh, Go Busters. You almost forgot the name of the goddamn show we're doing. Pretty much, Harry. Like, this is me, this is my brand, this is my shtick. Do I remember names? No. Our two fans know that. No, I don't know names. Alright, well then, uh, that's for your, uh, at Encore, the, the strange French Which is, robot man. by the way, yeah, episode 28 is gonna be really fucking hard to talk about not knowing anyone's name. Just throw that out there. Uh, so enter, he, he's going into a laboratory, he's in a, you know, nice, 
uh, scientist outfit, which is pretty much just a lab coat. It's not one of his more elaborate ones. Well, I mean, it, he does change the color of his eyes, uh, or like his his glasses. You know, he has a nice science rig on his back. It's a fun mini cosplay thing. We've probably seen this exact costume before, but still, anytime Enter gets to cosplay, it's a good start to an episode. Yeah, and there's a thing where uh, Data is being shot into a tree branch and it grows leaves. So that's a thing they could do. Yes, he mentions that it is time to evolve or upgrade Messiah, uh, at which point a scientist shows up and confronts him. And, uh, you know, during their brief physical altercation, a picture of a family member is knocked off the desk. So I was like, oh, okay, so this is the episode where Enter kidnaps the family member. And it was. Uh, Back at uh, GoBusters headquarters, the the team are looking at a set of protectors that have supposedly been rigged up to simulate the effects of hyperspace. And, like, it was done by the gorilla robot who's not great at stuff, but Jin helped out, so they're, they're, they'll probably work. I mean, it does look like they're killing the rangers for a second. Like, is this... Was this the first time they turned those things on? Because they're instantly emitting, like, you know, electricity and toxic fumes, and sure, that's hyperspace, but also, that's what kills people in hyperspace. <laughs> I mean, Jin does say, hey, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with being overprepared. So I think he is intentionally setting the settings too high. So when they actually get into it, it will not be as big of a deal. He's doing he's doing weighted clothing training, literally. Uh, but then uh, the commander and the assistants uh, come in and they say that there's been a sighting of Enter uh, at a science facility where they're uh, researching, like, uh, upgrading organic material and... They mentioned that Messiah is actually an organic computer, which I I think this is the first time we've learned that. I think they kind of just throw that out here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's Mother Brain. He's a brain in a jar. He's been screaming in hyperspace for 30 years. It also is funny how the commander and his two assistants just walk into the room with him screaming and writhing on the ground and totally, like, no-sell it. Like, they don't even really react. I'm like, yeah, it's Tuesday. And the commander knows gold. He knows gold very well. This is... He would be shocked if stuff like this wasn't happening. So, uh, cut to post-credits, and the the team are interviewing that same scientist at that same laboratory. Yep. Who, of course, is saying, no, nothing's wrong, please leave now. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know, but uh, actually get out of here. Here, hand me that mysteriously cracked picture of my daughter, whom I love. Now, please, don't touch it, go away. Yeah, uh... Jin does kind of notice and get Jay to do a thing where he shakes his hand in order to grab his hand and give him an ad hoc, uh, like, polygraph test. Which, I don't know, I guess Jay's sci- sci-fi enough that that would actually work. Yeah, like, the Rangers, they they see through this immediately. Like, it takes them 30 more seconds to figure this out than if the scientist had told them everything. Uh, so they, they, they leave the room and they immediately figure it, figure it out. But then also, uh, Enter says, well... We can't have the GoBusters running around, so let's have a robot attack them. So, actually, if you think about it, it doesn't really matter that they figured it out, because Enter was immediately going to attack them anyways. Yeah, I know, I know. And so he summons the uh, bot of the week, and I was... I was very confused about the design of the... Like, so, it it's a prison building. I, I'm not sure... Did I miss where he got the prison building from? Uh, I mean, the guy is dealing with organic stuff in his uh, in his laboratory, so I'm pretty sure he has just like a cage with some bugs in it or something. Okay. Or some kind of box. 
and I guess that makes sense, but it's it's not a cage bot. It's it's clearly a prison bot. You know, it's a big blue building. It has like windows. It has bars on its face. It has like security cameras on its shoulders and elbows. It it's not one of their better designs. Although at the same time, it does look like a walking building, which. So maybe it is one of their better designs. Look, if we really want to drill down into it, it doesn't make a lot of sense that he could, like, create an acid robot by throwing electricity data into a fire extinguisher. Like, it, it's it's a kid's show with slightly more sh- rules, but it's still a kid's show. Okay, fine, 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 fine. But, yeah, so the Rangers, you know, they, they figured out what's going on, so they're searching the building for Enter, and, um... Uh, Gold is having some connectivity issues, like uh, there's some uh, stuff going on with the connection to hyperspace, so he has to nope out of the episode. Yeah, it, it the connection has been open too long, and he's worried that Enter could trace him, so it's, it's like uh, on movies, when you need to keep a person on the line, he's avoiding that. Yeah, so the putties, they jump in, uh, they, you know, have a quick skirmish with the rangers, the uh, prison bot is there, I don't think the, correct me if I'm wrong, Harry, does the small prison bot throw a single offensive attack this episode? Uh, I, I think he fires some lasers later, maybe. But he, he is not a fighter type. He is a... No, this this is a distractor uh, utility uh, mech, you know, we and we've described that before. Uh, this, not a, not a fighter, not a brawler. This guy, he throws up distractions and runs away. Which, to be fair, is what he's meant to do. So he runs into the into a very generic looking office building, which is every office building they do stuff in. Mm-hmm. And he starts creating holographic walls and splitting up the ragers. Yeah. So it, it took me a second to figure out what was going on, but it, it really is just that simple. Like he gets to an intersection and he creates a holographic wall. And because the building is clean enough that <laughs> this does it doesn't look strange that a new clean wall uh, with, like, undeserved paint is there. The rangers just walk on by. And so they're all kind of stuck inside a mini labyrinth. It, it's the it's the trap of modern design. Yep, 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 yep. They're stuck uh, in the back rooms. There's a lot of buildings on college campuses that have this exact same effect. Well, they, you have a weird perspective on that because you went to Hagen Hall in uh, UW, which was intentionally designed to be really hard to navigate because it was a military thing. Well, not not a military thing. It was built in the 60s when there was a lot of riots because of the Vietnam War. And so colleges figured out that the best way to do that would just be to, like, fuck everyone's directions and build buildings wrong. (laughs) And because that would certainly be a thing forever. Yep. Yep. This will have no consequences (laughs) downstream. Uh, But yeah, Blue uh, runs into the daughter of the scientist who... I guess this is like a minor B-plot of the episode. Uh, the picture of the daughter that the scientist has on his desk is like, you know, a sweet young girl. Whereas this is like a sexed up Instagram star uh, style daughter that he runs into. Yep. she She's a, a Gyaru in Japanese culture, which is basically like a valley girl. It's just like a specific type of hairdo. And they're very bubbly and energetic and, you know, like fashion and stuff. But th- this girl, I mean... I feel like we're supposed to be less on this girl's side than we are, but she's actually pretty down to earth. And yeah. like she And very she, competent. Like she figures shit out this episode faster than the Rangers. Yeah, she she broke out of the out of the room she was trapped in and uh, by herself, and when she realizes she's in a dangerous situation, she's, you know, happy 
that Ryuji's there to protect her. And like, oh, hey, you know, you're kind of weird in the suit, but you're actually kind of hot. That's cool. Uh, yeah, she is flirting with Blue Hard, uh, calling him like grandpa, even though he's like 28. But then again, she's 17. So, yeah, whatever. Let's not talk about the math of that too much. Uh, and uh, so we get some sequences of the Rangers just like wandering around the building, just like they're running into walls that shouldn't be there. And uh, so they're turning around like they're they're lost. They're stuck. They don't know what's going on, but they all start to figure it out. Uh so the daughter, she recommends Blue, like, touch the wall and just, like, you know, keep his hand there. Because if you're lost, that's what you do. You touch the left wall and eventually you'll get out. So that's the way they figure out the hologram thing. Uh, Hiromu, he figures his way out of the the labyrinth just by listening to the directions of his robot uh, motorcycle dude, Nick, who's really bad at directions and just doing the opposite. Yeah. And uh, Yellow puts down some candy, uh, you know, like Hansel and Gretel style, uh, to uh, help track. The problem is, I feel like th- they're able to call each other on the radio, so really only one of them should have needed to figure out a way to figure it out. And then they they could have just called the other people. Like, they could have spent more time focusing on one group and not just having all three have different paths to the same exact conclusion. This is a little bit of a filler sequence. But yeah, they they walk through the hollow walls, they crack the cameras, and they fight the baddie. Yeah, there's a brief thing, which I think, again, we're missing a bit because there's some stuff with the girl talking disrespectfully about her dad. But I I feel like there's more going on than we get. Like, there's maybe honorific stuff, like the the words and the the titles she's referring to her dad by are disrespectful, and Blue was, like, reacting to that. So I, I don't think we could actually get all of what it is, but it's just like... She's calling him an old man and says he never comes home. And he's like, no, certainly your dad cares about you. And this is not a subversive enough episode of a children's TV show to show that. No, some dads don't care. Give shit about their daughters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty light. I mean, they. I mean, that's like the rest of the episode. Like they, you know, they catch up with the, the prison bot and he like locks them in a cage and then runs away. But then they immediately bust out of the cage, run after him, and blow him up. Because, <laughs> like, he he doesn't fight back. He's just running away, and they shoot him in the back. Like the cops they are. The the dad has a brief moment where he risks himself to fight Enter and save his daughter. And after the fight's done, the daughter, you know, is happy about it and gives him a more recent photo to put on his desk. And that's kind of this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the the only uh, major thing is that, uh, you know, Blue, uh, he disrupted the upload upgrade process of Enter. And that will come into play in the next episode. Uh, upgrade of Messiah. Uh, so, so, sorry, of, uh, of Messiah. You know, like Enter was trying to upgrade Messiah. Uh, Messiah was partially manifested in the world, but then Blue cut the cables uh, mid-upgrade and Enter believed that the process failed. Although, as it turns out, the next episode, maybe not so much. Yeah, like, the, the process mostly started, and now uh, Enter is talking to Messiah, who's just screaming and burning in hyperspace. It's like, oh, it, it's still going. It's just taking a little more time. Okay. So. Yep. Messiah's in pain, and he's not talking with uh, Enter or Escape, it turns out. And uh, Escape was not consulted on the upgrading process of Messiah. Possibly Messiah either. I think Enter may have got a little bit rogue uh, doing this as he is wont to do. Enter is very much a ask for forgiveness, not uh, 
not permission. Not, yeah, not permission type of assistant. Mm-hmm. And he also is, seems the type of assistant that forgets to ask forgiveness. Yeah, he just like, well, whatever, I, I held you out. But yeah, so uh, after we get that intro, we see Red Ranger and he's in a bright white tux going to a gala for his sister. Yeah, he, uh, I, it's not textual, but he is. And it's ironic given that this episode deals with this weak point, but he's he's dressed like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> see, what what I thought was going to happen, because what we get this episode, uh, the, the Metaroid, which we'll get into a little bit, is a colorful spray paint uh, type of monster. And so he had, you know, a clean, bright white tux. I thought they were going to do something there, like, you know, like, like color it up, you know, mess it up or something. But he's out of the tux pretty fast. Yeah. Or make him look like actual Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Who, yeah, who is yeah. who is a very big character in Japanese media actually? Like he is he's KFC uses him as a very successful mascot over there. So it actually might have been completely intentional making him look like Colonel Sanders. Yeah, with it, his it, uh, affliction for chicken. And and they're going to uh, his sister's art show because she is a book published. But speaking of chicken, and maybe part of why Hiromu maybe wanted to get away from his sister, she did make a piece of media based directly after one of his major phobias it's full of chickens yeah 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 yeah. it's it's a lot of art with a lot of animals mostly chickens yeah and like, so he, it, he wants to go there to support her but at the same time not look at anything like sam if if we were still living together and you had like seizures every time you saw a spider and i made a video game just about fighting spiders i would kind of be a jerk you kind of would be you kind of would be but i would still support you Passive aggressively, but I would support you. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's our family to a T. Yeah. Uh, but uh, after this, we cut to the theme song, and it's a new theme song. I I wasn't sure if you would notice. Um. So a- as I mentioned, there were some reworks, uh, like going on in the series, and this is part of it. Like they're kind of like kicking off a new arc, by which I mean they're kind of getting close to ending the series in the way they they initially intended and going on to a new crazy arc that they do afterwards. But we'll get there. I see. Okay. So, but yeah, the this new uh, this new theme song much poppier, uh, like a much more just modern pop style theme song with a it, it seemed like a lot more action shots and dynamic camera action. Yeah, maybe. But I I liked it. I mean, I like the other one too. But they, you know, I'm not I'm not an originalist. Like you could go ahead and change your theme songs. I f- I feel like for a certain type of media, like just the just the process of putting out a new thing is kind of good because it can give fans something new to analyze. Like even if they like the old one more, uh, it's kind of like revitalizing and bringing in new attention. Like re- rebranding a company logo, even if it's it just gets eyes on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but after we are back from uh, title sequence, we see Escape. Uh, who is confronting Enter, and she's very, very pissed off, like, threatening him. Yeah, like, hey, uh, Papa Messiah is freaking out and screaming in hyperspace. Nobody t- told me what's going on. And Enter says, hey, hey, I just figured out. I found my own source of enjoyment, and that's just nurturing and guiding our creator with my own hands. Mm-hmm. And she's having none of that. She's, you know, pointing guns at him, but then he talks her down. 
and uh, he creates the spray paint uh, monster of the week, who's extremely colorful. Like, you know, he's got like a 60s Art Deco style poster type thing. Like, you know, there's yellow lightning bolts on like red backgrounds all over his body. It's just a wash of color. I, I loved the design of this monster. And hit and enters the instructions to the monster are all right. Go to the Go Busters, just mess with them, create chaos, keep them tied up, and I, I don't know if you can figure out Red's weak point, but mostly you you are a delaying tactic. It happens every time, but the it's but uh, e- even when Enter isn't meaning to, the monster shows up close to wherever they are. Mm-hmm. It's not that big a city, you know. It's just one of the what, biggest Tokyo? cities of the world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Tokyo is just a tiny little hamlet of like thirty million people. I don't know. Did do we have a theory at one point that you know they were roughly geolocked to where they were in hyperspace? Uh, right. Uh, it's fourteen million. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe. But like, still, like, you could go a couple miles over. Yeah, you you should probably go a couple miles over. Then again, like you know this. This week, specifically this week, he was throwing a monster not to collect Energon, not to steal anything. He was throwing it there just to fuck with the Rangers. This is another not particularly aggressive uh, monster of the week. This is a a weird utility just screw around, um, which we discover very quickly. So Red gets the call that uh, the monster is in range, and so he runs... Uh, he runs there first, leaving the gala. His sister sees him uh, going away on a bike and is confused, so gives chase. Uh, then when they get to the fountain, Enter says, Hey, Go Busters, I'm actually involved with this one, so just fight my monster. I'm out. So, exit, uh, exit, enter. And uh, Nick, the motorcycle, is, you know, uh, talking shit to the monster, so the monster turns Dick the motorcycle into Hiromu the human. Yeah. And it's funny seeing him act opposite Hiromu because as a guy in a suit that has like no actual facial expressions, the actor has to do lots of exaggerated movements, but then Hiromu just does this himself with like his own face and stuff. So he's very wacky and bendy. Yeah. It's actually a really good performance. No, yeah, I mean, they're talented actors. And also, I mean, it, it's one of those episodes where they have to, like, they have to mirror act. So it's not just a good performance in and of itself. It's a good performance against a blank spot that he himself will have to fill in another mirrored performance on a reshoot. Yeah, mug towards this tennis ball on a stick. Yeah, it's it's a shenanigans fight. Uh, <laughs> more, more putties show up. The rangers show up. All the rangers get transformed into other rangers, and then one of them gets transformed into, uh, into Enter. And then all the all the minions get transformed into different rangers. So they say, like, I don't even know who I'm fighting. Yeah, so everyone's just punching everyone. Like, the good guys are accidentally hitting other good guys. Bad guys are hitting other bad guys. Like, it, it, it really is just, like, messy chaos, which is what they wanted. It's not threatening. Like, nothing this episode is particularly threatening. Jay, the robot, is sprinting full speed towards there, and the commander says, Jay, don't don't go in there, you'll just make it more complicated. And Jay says, don't worry, I'll just defeat everyone who's there. That's not what we want. That isn't what we're asking for. I mean, it, it's a solution. <laughs> uh, but then he shows up, and he just starts, like, laying haymakers, and he picks up a person and throws them into the fountain, and luckily that turns out to be red, and luckily the paint is water-soluble. Yeah. 
and everybody figures it out. They all jump in the fountain and start splashing water by kicking it at the enemies, and it quickly becomes a regular fight. Yes, well, a, a brief regular fight, because after they splash everyone, they just pull out the guys that are like, screw this, shoot the buddies. Well, yeah, because the, the Metroid has other things to do. Yes, and uh, that is to track down uh, Nick and the sister, because, like, the sister showed up on the outskirts of the fight and, you know, was very confused with what she was seeing because she saw, like, at least two or three versions of her brother, some of which were punching each other. Yeah, and one really near saying, oh, no, I'm not your brother, I'm that weird robot that lived with you for a decade. Uh, let's just go over here and I'll try to explain it. And But when Nick's back is turned, the robot does the special anime non-lethal judo chop to the neck that instantly knocks people out i don't think there's a way to do that and not, not actually cause serious harm no 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 it's the this is going to at best cause a concussion at worst break your neck type of punch yeah like <laughs> there's no simple concussions no 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 like anesthesiology is a very complicated thing and if yeah. you fuck up even a little bit that's brain damage yeah those people like there's there's an extremely fine line, and on one line, one side is a person going ow, and on the other side is dead. And you have to, like, kind of just hover right there. Yep. Hover right there with a flat line on the brain scan for reasons we still don't entirely understand. Uh, so, anyway, the, the robot does that to the sister, and then becomes the sister. Yes, yeah, just, like, punch her in the back of the neck, take her form, and uh, go and talk to Nick at... Uh, steer the conversation towards uh, Hiromu and his weak points. Yeah, because Enter said, I know it's he freezes up when he sees something, but I haven't been able to figure out what it is, so try to zero in on that. So the Metroid goes to Nick and says, hey, you know, with that fight, there's all kinds of crazy stuff going around. You know, do, do you, are you worried that Hiromu's weak point might get triggered? And Nick says, no, no, it's fine. I shouldn't see any around there. Shouldn't see any chickens around there, right? He he name drops chickens specifically. Oh yeah, like she she drags it out for like a couple more sentences by saying, "Oh, but there's the food vendors and all the trees with bugs." And he says, "Like no, no, don't worry, it's just chickens." And then the monster slaps him across the the clearing and does the cool thing where like they walk behind a pillar and when they come out the other side, they've changed to their other form. Just starts gloating like, "Ha ha ha! You're so foolish." Now I know the weak point. And Nick, to his credit. Uh, thinks for a couple seconds and says, ha ha ha, you actually believed that? Yeah, like, I, I totally figured out that you were, you were the, the evil robot. Like, I was just lying and messing with you to see if you actually knew. And he, he does a good enough job of this that the robot is, like, not totally certain. So he's like, okay, I'm gonna have to go and confirm this before I tell the boss because I don't want to get in trouble. But I will try to kill you first. Yeah. Uh, but the Rangers show up, or no, not the Rangers, Gold shows up, uh, and just, like, Coldcock, like, shoots him in the, uh, shoots him in the paint can, uh, with his pistol, and chases him away. Enter, he's, he's off at a rooftop, getting menaced by Escapes more. she says, hey, can I get to break out my cool guns, Gok and Magok? It's like, no, not, not just yet, wait until the next couple episodes, there's gonna be action as hell. Uh, he, he does mention, like, hey, you know, the Rangers, they're, like, they're fighting a monster right now. Go, go get involved. Like, you know, go burn off some steam. I just need to buy a few, a, a little more time. Yeah, so, to, to be, to the show's credit, the sister does go to the hospital, so they, they do have doctors look at her after, I don't know, she, she's in a coma for a couple hours. <laughs> Which, again, that's really bad. 
that's like that's brain damage city right there oh god i don't even remember what show it was but it was like something on on either copy central or cartoon network they were like a detective duo and it was like intentionally they were kind of bad at their jobs and there was one episode where he knocked out a guy and he's like oh my god you killed him no he's fine i do this all the time but do you check it afterwards do you, do you see if there's any lasting damage <laughs> yeah um but yeah so the uh nick is you know beside himself uh because he literally because of the disguises da, 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 da. <laughs> Uh, because he revealed the secret and he got the sister hurt and you know the other rangers are like yeah you fucked up but you also you did your best it was a confusing situation we're not holding this against you we just got to move forward yeah. uh, so i mean what is Hiromu's deal with the chickens i mean he doesn't want us to know but he's not in the room so just tell us anyway <laughs> and uh-huh. so nick nick looked around and was like okay so the story yeah. is that when he was a kid he was playing hide and seek but he got locked in a chicken coop overnight, and it was cold, and he needed to use the bathroom, and he was, like, hungry and scared, and when he was trying to, like, break open the door, he got fucking, like, assaulted by the chicken. And this is played for laughs, but that's a genuinely horrible, like, he might have died. They're, they're terrible dinosaurs. We've, we're on the record on this podcast about, like, enjoying the chicken food because it means there's less chicken creatures in the world. Like, you know, they they cut away. They cut away from the horrific damage that this chicken caused to this child. Like, you know, with its talons, with its, like, cutting beak. Like, he probably was shredded to the bone by this thing. (laughs) And then, given the timeline, probably, like, as he was still recovering from this, his parents were sucked into another dimension by, like, Machine Satan. So, yeah, on his side. Like, you know, I thought the show was, like, overplaying it, but, like, nope, nope, that... That's legit psychological trauma right there. So in order to draw the Go-Busters out, the monster just goes to a, a different fountain and starts just punching everybody. Like, fucking, come on, Rangers, I'm, I'm assaulting, uh, I'm assaulting civilians. Yeah, there's, like, enough people there, it's almost like there's a fun run going on, and so he just, like, kind of walks into the middle and just, like, starts punching, kicking, just kick random person in the guts. Like, Rangers, stop me! Yeah, and the Rangers, they do show up, and they line up and transform, but... One of them, Red, does it to the middle, and he just runs at him. And the monster is like, huh, this is a little suspicious. He dodges out of the way, like, smacks him to the ground. Okay, you're clearly actually the robot who has not removed his disguise yet. Mm -hmm. And so he sees the real Red, like, uh, hiding behind a tree. And so he runs up to him, uh, whips out a picture, and, like, you know, shines it right in the sunglasses that Red is wearing. The tactical sunglasses. And no effect. Yeah, Red's like, what, what the hell are you doing, man? And just just as the monster gets confused and lowers the picture, Nick calls out, and he opens his eyes behind the sunglasses because he just hasn't had his eyes closed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it it was that simple a fix. Yeah, and slashes him and, like, uh, beats the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. But the fight after that's pretty simple, right? Uh, the, the fight's not anything to talk about. The only, uh, so... Gold and silver, they they leave to have like a Megazord fight, and you know it's it's a fine one because it's a it's a stealth mech, so it's transforming itself into buildings, like popping out, firing lasers. Uh, but then once they figure it out, yeah, these are non-combatants. Like these are not brawly mechs, big or small. So yeah, I mean they they figure it out by just pulling up Google Maps and be like, that building is not there. 
Mm. This is metropolitan Japan. We have we have very clear skylines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so they they beat the enemies. They they do say a thing like, okay, that that plan worked, but it was kind of right at the edge. Like if you'd had a live check-in, we would probably be dead. <laughs> yeah. And so the episode it's winding down. Dun dun dun. Or is it? Because uh, the, the sister thanks Romu, thanks Nick, but it's like, hey, you probably shouldn't come into the convention. There's like, there's uh, chickens everywhere on all the walls because I, because I made an art form out of your trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but hey, here here's this these cute dogs. Like uh, I based them off the statues my mom had of Gog and Magog, the dogs that herald the end of the world. What was going on with their mom? We don't know, but I yeah. think I know how Messiah started. <laughs> so, like they they clock that immediately. Like that's that's too close to be a coincidence. So, there's a connection between Escape and their mother. Like you know, ev- everyone Messiah entered. They'd all been pitching that you know they were just entirely constructs. You know, created from from hyperspace nothing. What if they're not? Yeah. And uh, just as they're dealing with that, Jin staggers into the room and says, shit, they got us. Um, I, They were keeping us tied up for so long today that maybe because he forgot to uh, close his connection, uh, Vagris got to his base and stole all of his Enertron and they're dumping it into Messiah and something weird is happening to Messiah. Yeah. So shit's about to go down. Like, and, and they know it. They know it. Like, that's how the episode ends. They they get the revelation that, you know, more is going on behind the scenes than they're aware of, that there's more connection with the avatars than they previously realized, and that Messiah just stole a fuck ton, ton of Energon and is using it for something big. Yeah. Like I said, basically what was going to be the finale of the series is happening next couple episodes. 29 and 30 are... The finale of GoBusters season one, almost. Jeez. Okay, they. I didn't realize they fast forwarded it that fucking fast. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I. I've seen the rest of the series, and like, people who have watched this without knowing this said it was like not. It's not like it doesn't ruin the series or anything. Like, it's not extremely non-cohesive. Hmm. I mean, if they stuck the landing, who cares? Yeah, and. We'll find out part of that next time, you know, in, in another week. Uh, but okay. what are we going to do until then? We're going to keep dancing. Just keep on dancing. <laughs>